my name is Melissa Bartles, and I am an extension educator in cropping systems serving Butler and Polk County. And today I'm going to talk to you about a soybean disease update. Maybe. So today we're going to talk about identify, identifying important diseases affecting our soybeans. Um, some, some, uh, we hope that by the end of this, you're familiar with disease management options and also to notify you that we do have some fungicide resistance here in Nebraska. So the main disease we're gonna talk about today is uh, frog eye leaf spot. And this is a fungus. And the symptoms of this disease, it has small tan to gray lesions with that red to purple border. And we typically find those on the upper leaves or the upper canopy of our soybeans. And it likes more humid conditions, uh, slightly warmer conditions. And so for frog eye leaf spot, there was typically three fungicide classes that are used to control this disease. Our group 11 or QOI fungicides, our group three are DMI fungicides, and our group seven are SDHI fungicides. So today we're gonna talk about our group 11 or, or our QOI fungicides. Historically, these have been the most effective in controlling frog eye leaf spot, but resistance is becoming more common, common in other states. And now we do have it here in Nebraska. And what happens is with the resistance, it actually reduces the effectiveness of our, our group 11 fungicides in controlling this disease. So QOI resistance was first documented in Tennessee in 2010. And then by 2017, it had been reported in 20, 240 counties from 14 different states. And actually this map is a little outdated because we also have it up in Iowa, over 50 counties in Iowa. This has been reported and confirmed in a handful of counties in South Dakota. So this originated down South. And here in Nebraska, it was first reported in 2019. Uh, we had some producers report that they had some frog eye leaf spot. They had applied a group 11 um, that wasn't controlling disease. And so some samples were taken and of the 12 fields that were sampled in 10 different counties, all 10 of them came up positive for resistant frog eye leaf spot. So as we moved into 2020, we went ahead and expanded our survey and look, started looking more for this resistant uh, frog eye leaf spot. And we sampled 47 counties, 128 fields. And thank you to everybody who contributed to the sampling effort. It was primarily our extension educators in our local counties. Um, and those samples are currently being tested in the laboratory, and we're hoping to expand sampling efforts in 2021. 
And the nice thing is, is we were able to get samples from a majority of our counties that produce soybeans. So we have a nice overlap and that's the diagram over here on the right. So uh, it also in our efforts, in, in addition to sampling our fields, they're also doing a soybean foliar fungicide survey, and this is going to be distributed by email or hard copy. So we're asking if you would please only complete one. The goals of this survey is to understand knowledge level about fungicide use, understand the factors affecting fungicide use decisions, and the object objective of this survey is to improve further education here in Nebraska. The survey only takes about 10 minutes to complete. It's completely anonymous, uh, so your name will not be attached to it, and it's for research purposes only, and there's no known risk in taking the survey, and you can stop at any time. So your participation would be greatly appreciated by the team. So in our uh, weed guide, there are some new foliar disease management products for soybeans. And those have uh, mixed modes of actions and those have come out over the last few years. And if you want more information on that, there's a full list in the what's new in plant pathology presentation and the supplemental material of this program. So if we look at a foliar fungicide trial completed in 2020, this trial was completed at the UNL Haskell Ag Lab up in Northeast Nebraska by Concord. And this was planted, these soybeans were planted early May at 140,000 seeds an acre. And the, this was a small plot research. We re replicated it six times and we went ahead and applied fungicide at R3, beginning seed pod. And that's the typical time we, we suggest applying for frog eye leaf spot. And then disease ratings were done at R5, beginning seed set, R6, full seed set, and R7, beginning maturity. And then uh, statistics we ran on this study at a 90% confidence. So for the data of this trial, as Tamara, this graph is very similar to the graphs that Tamara presented. So over on the left, we have our disease severity. So the bigger the bar, the more disease. And then on that far left, we also have our non-treated control. And then across the bottoms, we across the bottom, we have different uh, fungicide treatments that were used. And so here we see that quadris is slightly lower than our non-treated control. And the reason that's important to denote is that is a group 11 fungicide, which we know that we do have resistance here at this location. Um, so that did work a little bit. And then we saw even more disease control with our vertisin, which is our group seven, and then our top guard, which is a group three. And then when you combine your group three and your group seven with Lacinto, uh, we had the most control, which is, and as Tamara said, if, if the letters are the same, then 
there's no significant difference. So our Lucento and our Revitec had the same level of control because those both have an F on those. And so with our Revitec, it's our group 11 probably isn't doing much. We're probably relying on our group three and our seven for that control. And then our Topsin is similar to our Topsin XTR is similar to our Top Guard. And then our Delaro would be similar to our Revitec and our Top Guard in its control. So being in January, now is a perfect time to start thinking about disease management because disease management starts now with seed selection. So if you have had issues with frog eye leaf spot, now would be a great time to talk with your seed dealer and look through your seed catalogs and try to pick a seed variety that has some resistance to frog eye leaf spot to help you control that disease. And we also have resistance to soybean cyst nematode. So new to commercial is a new source of resistance so that it's PI89772, where typically most of the, or the resistance that we had been using for our soybean cyst nematode was peaking and PI8878 is where over 90% of our resistant varieties had been coming from before. So this is a new source. And these are Syngenta varieties and they're available in the maturity group 2.3. So that might be something to look at if you've had issues with soybean cyst nematodes. And then also for sudden death syndrome. If you've had issues with sudden death syndrome, you will likely possibly have issues again in the future. So you, we have some great varieties that can help reduce sudden death syndrome severity by up to 80%. So having those uh, disease management strategies in place and using your seed selection is a great way to help mitigate those diseases for this year's growing season. So today I hope that you learned uh, that frog eye leaf spot can Management can be achieved with a combination of disease resistant varieties, uh, crop rotation, and then foliar fungicides. Uh, with foliar fungicides, make sure that we scout. And then when we do apply foliar fungicides, try to use uh, mixed modes of action. So not just relying on our group 11, where we know that we likely have some resistance. We do have some resistance here in Nebraska. Um, so using those mixed modes of actions, and then testing, we'll continue to test samples through 2021 and hope that we get a good response on our fungicide survey. And another source of resistance to soybean cyst nematode is now, ava now available. And you can use it as part of your rotation with the um, other resistant varieties, PI88788 and or peaking to better manage soybean cyst nematodes. And with that, uh, like Tamara said, these are some great resources.